Thanks for joining us for the Changing the Industry podcast, where we try to effectuate change for the better, one conversation at a time. Part of that change is providing help for those that need it. This is why we've partnered with the Institute for Automotive Business Excellence. Whether it's help with sales, operations, or just getting your numbers in order, these folks are some of the very best in the industry. And for our listeners, they'll sit down with you and go over your strengths, your weaknesses, and the opportunities that are in front of you. They'll create a customized plan for how to move forward absolutely free. That's right, free. And if your plan includes one-on-one coaching, they can also help you with that. There's no hard sales pitch, no obligation, just honest help from honest people. So if that's something that you think could benefit you, make sure you click on the link in the show notes. And now, on to the show. I remember how it used to be. The phone's ringing off the hook. Clients are coming in the front door like crazy. And here comes little technician Timmy. Timmy comes up and he says, hey boss, where's my part? Where you want me to go next? What you want me to do? Gosh, Timmy, if I knew, I'd tell you, buddy, but I am covered up. All of that stopped when I found Shopware. With Shopware, you get an industry-leading expediter right there in the software. It tells you if your parts are here, where your technician should go next, and how much time they have left to complete the jobs in the day. Go to GetShopware.com to learn more. GetShopware.com. Hey, everybody. David here, and welcome to the ASOG Podcast. We have a very special episode for you today as we listen in on a conversation between our very own Luke Sunderwood and Dodge Silverstein, the owner of A&M Auto Service in Pineville, North Carolina. They discuss mastermind groups and the impact they can have on your success as a business owner. Now, they recorded this with no intention on having it become an episode of the podcast. They simply asked me to edit it, but I thought the conversation was so impactful that I asked to make it a standalone episode. Afterward, I'll share a little bit about my own experience with the mastermind group. But before we begin... If you're an automotive industry professional or a shop owner yourself, then you are in the right place. This is a podcast created by shop owners for shop owners and those seeking out their perspective. We have frank and open conversations like the very one you're about to listen to, where we discuss the struggles and challenges we have every single day and what we're trying to do about it. So if you like this content, we'd greatly appreciate a subscription on your favorite podcast listening app. If you're catching us on YouTube, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel so you never miss an upload. Now, with all that out of the way, here we go. Well, I I tell you what before we go we should talk about because because here's the thing mm-hmm. is that we'll undoubtedly need stuff to talk about the mastermind group mm-hmm. and um i think it is important for us to kind of share our perspective about the mastermind group because me and you were both in the mastermind the the david's original mastermind group and i mm-hmm. think that was a really powerful group you know a couple weeks ago Eric Bot called me and he said, I got to be honest with you. And I said, what's that? He said, I feel like I've kind of lost my drive. I've lost my, my push. He's like, I hit these goals that I'd set and I've, I've hit them. And now I just feel like I'm, you know, what do I do now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we were talking and he said, you know, he said that Sunday night meeting did as much for me is anything I've done from coaching to training to anything else. He said that Sunday night meeting was really powerful. And I said, you know, I got to be honest with you. It was really powerful for me too. It was a really great thing. And, and, you know, we all kind of went our separate ways and life got busy and we, we got bored with it, I guess, to a degree, but that was a really cool time for me. And I think the, the thing is, is that, the fact that ASOG members are going to have the opportunity, especially those who are really in need, they're really going through something, they're really struggling, but they're hungry and they're willing to learn. It's really awesome to me that they have that opportunity or are going to have that opportunity really soon. Yeah. The, the, the what happens is you start out, and you're always reaching out to someone. Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about that? 
And then, right. like you said, life gets in the way and you start to lose your passion for it because you're not held accountable. Right. The meetings are a great place to recharge because you can go in the meeting and joke with the people that you care about that are in there. Even if you don't necessarily have them on your Christmas card list, you go in, you, there's a sense of camaraderie that's there where you're all working towards a common goal. And that goal is to improve your business uh, by utilizing the ideas and the experience that other members have. Yep. So for me, I relish the opportunity. Um, my concern was simply personally the attendance issue um, because with Max, I have to go pick him up on Sundays and right. the timing is, is, you know, is an issue. Absolutely. And, and I, I think everybody has those things. I, I was talking to another shop owner who's in a, in a mastermind group the other day and, and your situation is different. Please don't think I'm talking about you, but I, I was talking with a, a shop owner and he said, I've got a mastermind group I'm supposed to be in, mm -hmm. but I'm going to stay here and put these ball joints in. And something that I learned from you is that no matter how many ball joints you change, there will always be more ball joints to change. There will always be more cars to work on. That's the purpose of the business. Mm -hmm. And we have this idea that eventually one day we're just going to get everything done and we're going to have time to do all these things. And I think as shop owners, it's way too easy for us to overlook the important things in life, like spending that time with our children, like getting the education and getting out and learning to make your shop better so you can spend the time with your children. And and we exchange those things for working on cars. And the problem is, and, and we talk about this all the time, ASOG is, is uh, there's a high proportion uh, of ASOG members who were once techs who are now shop owners. Mm -hmm. And the solution in a tech's mind, until they have had the proper training to see this differently, is I will just fix enough cars to solve this problem. You're right. But the reality is you can fix cars all day and not solve that problem. You can fix cars all day and not have enough money in the account to pay the bills. You can fix cars all day and not grow the business to the point that now all of a sudden we have the opportunity to walk away from the business. The dangerous illusion about keeping busy is that oftentimes it's not just techs. People will, of all walks and all occupations, will confuse being busy with being productive. So guys are like, you know, I, I, I can fix this. I can fix this. Here's a problem. I don't know the solution to my other problem, but this problem. Lucas and I have been telling you about parts tech for a while now and how it gives you access to unlimited parts and tire vendors and direct integration with over 35 shop management systems. And now they've just launched a new referral program. All you have to do is open your parts tech account, go to my shop and click on the rewards tab. There you'll find your referral URL, which you can share via email, text message, or on your social media. If your referral signs up for a new account and places five orders in the first 30 days, Parts Tech will send you a $100 gift card. That's it. Nothing else is needed. Your referrals can get you $100 just for using Parts Tech, which by the way, is absolutely free to get started with. So if you're using Parts Tech already, start sharing that referral link. And if you haven't signed up for Parts Tech yet, what are you waiting for? Click on the link in the description or go to partstech.com forward slash podcast. That's partstech.com forward slash podcast. Hey, one more thing. If you find out that your shop management system doesn't integrate with Parts Tech, it's time to upgrade. David and I use what we believe to be the very best system on the market, shopware. With unmatched features like Parts GP Optimizer and DVX, which is their digital vehicle experience, Shopware really is way more than just a shop management software. With it, you'll be able to create an immersive and interactive experience for your client, setting you apart from everyone else using run-of-the-mill software. Are you ready to upgrade? Click the link in the show notes to get started. This problem I can take care of. This problem I can get a sense of satisfaction out of. The other one, I'm, I'm not really too sure and I'm a little scared, but he's not going right. to admit that except maybe to himself. Um, we're certainly not going to tell anybody else unless he gets in a group where he yep. can see that it's okay or she can see that it's okay to really to, to admit that to somebody else. There's a lot more than just 
numbers and procedures and how to interpret this document or that. A lot of it is just based on this perspective that you're not alone. Amen. Amen. And, and, you know, that's made such a change in my life. And, and I think that I, I, and I, I don't think I know there are members in ASOG right now who look at this and they say, but I don't have time. And, and I agree there, there's some that probably don't have time. There's some that are probably already over this threshold, over the the top um, of of what this group is meant to do, and 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 this group is really kind of the starting phase of fixing your business. If if you're in trouble, if if you've had a hard time with your business and you're struggling and you're struggling financially, you can't afford that coach, you can't afford to go to that training, you don't know what to do you're at the end of your rope and you're willing to change. Yeah. That's the big one. If, yeah, if you would... can go ahead, I'm sorry. If if you can get there, right? If if you can see that and and you can say, look, you know, by my own devices I've I've ended up here. Um what I have been doing is not working. It's time to do something different this group might be the solution that saves your business. And, you know, I, I, I know, you know, this story, but, but I, and I shared this with the mastermind group the other night and I, I don't know how many of them knew it, but, um, we have helped some shop owners go to training events and participate in, in training through scholarships. And one of them, shut the shop down and everybody said, was that a failure? And I said, you know, we took a shop owner who could barely feed his family, who could barely afford to care for his children and gave him the opportunity to say, I'm going to close the business and I'm going to come out of this a little bit ahead and do something different because I realize it's not for me. That's just as powerful as helping someone succeed in my mind. Well, there's two ways of, of looking at it. And this is not meant to be mean-spirited. Of course but not. the industry, if we're to think of the big picture, is better off without that individual. Yes. I know it's cold, Lucas. I, 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 don't, I get it. It's, it's cold and, and people will say that it, it's heartless. But culling is going to have to take place. Mm -hmm. And without, we're going to see now that this upcoming year, you know, I've, I've already had several shops in my area that have shut down. Um, and there was one recently that was on um, ASOC that has, I just saw today that a shop owner had a, a shop for rent or sale. Yep. So we're going to see a lot more of this happen. So this, for me, this makes our mission even more important. Yep. Because I want the shops that are going to remain to be strong enough to survive. Absolutely. Now, what we did with that shop owner who was able to close it down at his pace was provide a level of yep. comfort and reassurance. And to that, you're right, that's a success, but it's not a successful business. Right. Right. And, and you know, here's the thing, is that, um, you know, I've always been a big Michael Gerber fan. And he said something in that, um, the E-Myth Revisited, that has always stood, stood out to me. And he said, um, he was talking about a lady who ran a bakery and she said, I just want to bake cupcakes. And he said, the job of baking cupcakes is not the same job as owning and running a business which bakes cupcakes. It's two completely different things. 
And we've got so many shop owners who were great technicians and they could make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year as a technician. And they're killing themselves for a job that they don't enjoy. Does that mean they can't become a great shop owner? No, it doesn't mean that at all. But it definitely means that if you're unhappy, if, if, if you don't like where you stand with the business right now and, and you can't see the future and, and all you want to do is fix cars, for God's sakes, go fix cars. Right. You don't have to be a you don't have to be a shop owner. Right. There are shop owners who would would pay you a huge sum of money to come work for them and fix cars properly if that's what you want to do. But if you want to own a business and you want to manage a business, we'd love the opportunity to help you learn how to do that. Yeah, that was the, on that. You know, uh, he spoke. Uh, Sean Tipping spoke uh, very highly of you. and. Um, that was on that podcast that I was on, which was the business side of, of uh, our business for technicians so that they understood that those technicians that are ambitious um, should not become overconfident because they can fix anything that, that rolls through the bay. That doesn't mean that they're going to understand or have the proper foundation to run a business. Right. And that's what we're here for. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, I, when, when you and I first started kind of getting to know each other and, and, you know, you're saying, what in the hell are you doing fixing that? You know, it's kind of wake up call to me because I'm over here thinking that, well, that's my job. We fix everything that comes through the door. And you're like, who in the hell told you that? Like, you know, and, and I think that's what so many shop owners get in their head as technicians and, and not knowing when to say no. Not knowing how to back yourself out of those situations. I mean, that that's a big one, right? Not knowing when to back away and say, Mrs. Customer, I'm sorry, but this isn't a good fit for us, right? I, I don't know how many times that has saved me. And, and it's like, as technicians, we feel like that's saying, nope, we can't do it. And it gives us a bad reputation or bad image. What gives you a bad reputation or a bad image in your business is accepting a job that you don't have the capabilities knowledge, uh, resources, time, or, or any of the above to fix. That's what gets you the bad reputation. And so when I first joined the mastermind group, those were some of the things that we were talking about. We would bring up this nightmarish situation that had happened at, at work today. And everybody in the group would say, why, why would you even be working on that? Like, well, cause, cause you know, I can fix it. And they said, nobody else in town could fix it. And I'm like, well, who cares? <laughs> Why would you try? I mean, you realize that they're not fixing it because they, they couldn't turn a profit because be it the customer, the car or whatever it is. Why would you attempt that if nobody else will, you know, there's gotta be a reason there. Well, for techs typically and tech turned owners, there's the hero complex, which feeds the ego. I want to be the, I'm going to be the knight. I'm going to right. be the, that comes in to fix it. Uh, also the ability to fix something that, that poses a challenge because a lot of what we do is mundane. Yep. Right. So something comes in the second, in my estimation, the really the biggest factor, and this is fear yep. because the, the shop owner who is just started the shop and he doesn't have a steady uh, supply of customers. His customer list is is really just being built. It's just started. He doesn't ever want to have dead space in the bay because he figures it, it doesn't matter. It's something. It's something. Right. Well, I understand wanting to pay down your debt as quickly as you can, for example, you know, reduce your overhead. The problem is if you're walking the razor's edge. You can't afford to make a mistake because of ignorance, not stupidity, ignorance. Right. You simply don't know. Well, because you yeah. don't know what it is, you don't know about that car or that vehicle, it's going to eat your lunch. Yep. Now you're on the hook for a module or a component, which thoroughly would erase any profit you would have from this job and maybe one or two others. Yep. If you even fix it, 
You know, I, I said something the other night, and, and I think we were in the, the mastermind uh, planning meeting. And I said, you know, I said, I made ethical mistakes that I look back on and regret now. Not because I, I intended to be unethical, because I didn't know better. Yep. And, and, you know, believe it or not, I've gone back and, and fixed a lot of that. With, with the profit, profit I've earned now, I've gone back and taken care of some of those people that I didn't treat the way that I would have wanted to treat them now that I realize I did that. And there weren't a lot of them. It, it was stupid little things like I hadn't charged appropriately on a job. So when something went wrong, I couldn't take care of it like I should have as an owner. And, and I look back and I regret that now, and I couldn't imagine running my operation that way. And I always thought it was what they wanted. It, I want, they want the cheapest. They want to change the least amount of parts just to get them back on the road. And I've learned that's not what they want. They don't care about that. They want their car to be safe. They want it to be reliable. They want to understand what to expect. It's our job. We're professionals. And I think we, we get into that all too often to where we focus it on on our personal wallet and our personal perspective as opposed to truly understanding what your client wants and doing what's best for them. And I, I, I think that these groups really kind of center that and bring that out in you because, you know, like you said, you don't know what you don't know. You don't even realize that you're getting ready to get backed into a corner with a job or, or, or you could potentially mess something up. You're just trying to get dollars in the account and you end up in this situation that could damage or ruin your reputation all over something simple, right? And, and knowing when to say no, I'm, I'm telling you, that's probably been the biggest benefit in my business that I've learned yet or the, the biggest lesson I've learned in my business yet by far. Knowing when to say no. It's not Absolutely. an easy thing to do. And that, that emotional support, I know it seems like a tree hugging thing, but that in the context of, of being with others who say, yeah, look, I've done that. Yep. That's it, it, it's funny because out of the in, entire group, I suspect because I've been doing it longer. Okay. Um, right. And because I'm an extrovert in many things, I wear my failures happily. I don't hide any of it. And right. when I tell you, as we have discussed in the past, that it has cost me tens, plural, of thousands of dollars in errors, it's absolutely true. But the fact that it's cost that money has enabled me to gain a perspective that I can share with that mastermind group because I can say, "This I understand how you feel. I felt the same way. Let me tell you what I found. What I found is when I did thus and so, this is the result. The system hasn't changed. What do you think about that? So now somebody learns they don't have to put their hand on the hot stove. I'm the idiot who leaned on the hot stove and set his shirt on fire. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, you know, I, I, I know that many of the members know that you have a background in aviation, um, but some don't. And, and, um, there's a lot of us as, as technicians, we all love machines, right? It doesn't matter if it's an airplane, a ship, a car, you know, we love things that, that make noise and move and, and do work. Right. And, um, I think one of the most powerful things you've ever said to me was I, I was talking to you about a problem in my business and you said, do you know what they tell pilots when the plane's on fire? And I said, what? You said, they tell them to fly the damn plane. Oh, the damn plane. And I said, what in the hell does that have to do with fixing my business, Dutch? And and you said, well, when when you stop paying attention to the primary focus or the primary objective of the business, you will fly it into the ground just like you will if you're focused on the fire in a plane or the one little, what was it, a 13-cent light bulb? It was a light bulb on the, on the 727 and went down in the Everglades. Focused on a light bulb that went out and flew the plane into the ground because you weren't focused on flying the plane. Yep. And and I think as shop owners, we do that all the time. I didn't do that. Don't you said you. That, <laughs> that wasn't me. All right. I don't have that nickname. That was that happened a long time ago. And uh, yeah, that, that, that's what happened. The autopilot kicked off uh, while they were on the approach and they were so focused on the, when the landing gear goes down, lights turn green. This one particular light didn't illuminate. 
So the captain, the first officer, and the flight engineer had all diverted their attention, and nobody was flying the airplane. And it flew itself right into the ground. And and you know what? The most interesting thing about that story, because after you said that, I went and looked that story up. The most interesting thing about that story to me was this. It wasn't an inexperienced captain. No. It was probably one of the most experienced captains in the airline. His entire crew was extremely seasoned with thousands of hours. A top-notch crew by all means. Yet they still made one simple mistake. They diverted their attention to something that wasn't their primary focus. And, and as shop owners, how many times do we do that? And what I found through the support of these groups like the ASOG Mastermind is it was the Mastermind group that was over here dinging saying terrain, 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 right? It was the guys over here saying, listen, you're getting too close to the ground. You're not paying attention to what the business is doing. You're enamored with this situation. You're enamored with this thing that's going on. Fly the damn plane. Run your business. Stop being enamored with something that's completely irrelevant. We can fix that later. But if you run out of money, <laughs> you can't fix anything. Yeah. And, yeah, don't, and Don't brag to me about how many fleet accounts we have. When they're 90 days out and you realize that on paper, on your P&L, you're making a profit and you have zero money in your checking. Right. Because they're not paying you. Absolutely. And may not pay you. Correct. Right. And, and, and you know, I, I think we get this idea that because they owe us money, they're going to pay us. There are people who are not going to pay you. No. You might as well get used to that. Never. And you got, you know. You better set something in place now to make sure that you, you're profitable. So if that happens, you know, I used to worry so much about not getting that one check and about, you know, uh, the credit card fees coming or the credit card uh, deposits coming in the next day and all of these little things. And, you know, in, in the AMA, uh, we asked Rick White about the credit card fees mm -hmm. and he said, I'm going to tell you what you're doing. And I said, what's that? He said, you're asking a $3,000 question instead of a $30,000 question. And I said, what do you mean by that? He said, you're so focused on these little credit card fees that you're not focused on the things that can genuinely make an impact in your business. Right. And, and it's true. We put our focus in places that, that are, that's ineffective, but you know something Dutch, if you don't know, you don't know. And if I hadn't had somebody like you and David to pull that experience from, I may may have never known, right? Why, why, like you said, put your hand on the hot stove if you don't have to? Yeah, that's why the, not learn and grow from somebody that's already done it. Yeah, and recognize that my experience, your experience, whoever may consider um, joining the mastermind group, their experience may be completely different. Okay, it's not all the same. But Absolutely. between all the years of experience that we have, and in our business, with the exception of the technology that is um, recent, there's very little under the sun that's new. Okay, I mean, this is yep. Mitch Snyder's been around for a long time, and he's seen it, and a lot of people, Becky Witt's been around for a long time. They've seen it all. There's very few questions that you're going to ask with regard to how to run a business that somebody hasn't seen. Yep. You know, I've been doing this over 20 years um, and, and, you know, and, and I don't represent the pinnacle by any stretch of the, of the imagination. But along the way, because I made so many mistakes again, I've seen a lot. Well, you've seen stuff where you are because of the demographics that you have, uh, because of, of the climate that you have in the mountains that I don't see here in Charlotte. Right. You spell right. the word snow and there's a, a, a run on bread and milk. <laughs> right somebody just looks out the window and writes with a sign says snow on it and people are fleeing they want to leave work early and you're not finding bread or milk anywhere but where you are snow's not a big deal right right so doesn't that mean that you're going to have more experience if i was just a, a native charlatan that didn't come from the rust belt with rust and when someone says to you hey um, what what do I do in my labor times? I'm working on these these cars and and they're really rusty. 
how do I approach the customer about this? Exactly. Exactly. How do I talk to you? Right. In your case, for example, uh, this is something you have all the time. Um, You have college students there and they, they, you have to talk to them and then you have to talk to their parents. Yep. So how do you master the fact that it's two different languages? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, how do you master the fact that you got to know who to talk to? Yep. Right. You got to know who's making the decisions because that's the person that you have to talk to. And that's the need that you have to meet. And and, you know, I, I guess we should probably tell everybody what it is that we're talking about. So. Two and a half years ago, David Roman, who is my usual co-host on the show, started a mastermind group. And David started it and he just brought a couple of us close friends in and over the span of about a year, we were able to see a few select shop owners come into the group and really be helped. I mean, we saw some people's lives change. Yep. Genuinely. Yep. And the guys that made up that group have come together to offer a similar opportunity to all ASOG members who need help. Now, obviously there's an application process. We can't help everybody at once, but they're going to do a really good job of getting in here and helping you folks, helping anybody who's genuinely interested in helping being part of fixing our industry, improving the image of it. And if that's something that you're interested in, well, I guess you need to reach out to one of us because we're going to we're going to put you in contact with them. And this is important, okay? Cuz you know how I am about the numbers. Yep. This is free. Yep. It's free. Let me let me let me say this again. Free. Okay? I know it seems silly. It's free. We're a 501c3 organization. This is an educational foundation that that was formed to better you. So, Later on down the road, if there's any sort of meetings at a different shop or a different city or a location or something like that, then you would be responsible for those those fees to get down there. But there's no charge to become a mastermind member. You're not being charged for supplies. You're not there's it's free. You understand me? It's free. Yep. But the one cost you're gonna have to make is a commitment. Yes, sir. That's the price you pay for the experience that you're going to get. It's not going to be reaching into your wallet. It's going to be reaching into your time, your bank account of time. You're going to have to commit to this. And if you don't commit, you won't stay. It's not a threat. That's it. We're having people who genuinely need help, who want to help, who want to go to the next stage of their business, whatever, these people will be grouped together so that everybody's singing off the same sheet. In other words, we we don't want some guy in there who's got five shops um, in the same mastermind group as somebody who is just starting out their first. Everybody with the same experience level, we're going to try to tune that to get that together so that there's a like group. When you yep. do that, you have to make a commitment in time. If you're unwilling to make the commitment of time, which we get, then this isn't the place for you. Yep. But if you have more time than money and you want to improve your life, step up and be counted. Yep. Absolutely. And you know, the thing I'm most excited about, it's getting to go to these events and these trainings when this COVID-19 thing does whatever it's going to do when life gets back to normal. You know, we're still like a family when we go to training events. You catch yeah. us all together, yeah. right? <laughs> and and we, you know, Dutch, you hosted mastermind trainings just for the mastermind group, you know, and I, I think we've got some some I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say it. I think we got some great ideas for ASOG training. Yeah. That would invite many, many ASOG members. If you're a member of ASOG, you can come. But these mastermind trainings are a very, very close and tight-knit opportunity that you won't find anywhere else. So some really great opportunities coming your way, and and we would love to see some members involved in it. 
yeah, there's no reason um, to not commit to improving your business. If you've reached that point in your life where you you've decided you have to do something, the the biggest obstacle that we see is I I want to do something, but I I can't afford it. We understand yep. that. Everybody, everyone in ASOC, I don't know if anybody started off with a silver spoon in their mouth and just decided to get a garage as a hobby because they didn't have anything better to do. That's it. So I don't know anybody. No, everybody was in that, in, in that position. Well, what we've done is removed a barrier to your education. Yep. By committed people, people who have one goal, one goal in mind with these groups. And that is improving the lives of the members. That's yep. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think it's worth mentioning, and, and I know some folks know this, a comparable service. If you were to go hire a facilitator for this to join a mastermind group or something of that nature to the quality that this is, could be thousands of dollars a month. And because these guys are willing to give up a little portion of their lives to help you succeed and improve our industry, this isn't going to cost you anything. That's a big deal for me. You know, I really like going home and spending time with my little boy and my little girl. They're my whole world, and they do too. But they're going to give up time with their families. They're going to give up time with their own businesses to help you improve your shop. There's going to be facilitators and mentors in these groups who are assigned to individual members to spend time with them every single week to help solve problems. Tell me where you can get that for free. You're not going to. The best part is there's because of its, there's no ulterior motive here, ladies and gentlemen. There's no reason that anyone can think of to say, Oh, this is what they're trying to do. Absolutely. There isn't. It doesn't exist. This is why we jump through all the hurdles to become the 501c3. And if it seems like I'm I'm dwelling on it, it's because in truth I am. This organization means the world to me. Because through it, I can leave, in my estimation, the world a better place than when I first entered it. Amen. A legacy. It's that's exactly right. So that means I'm going to bust my butt to do what I can to ensure that people who want to succeed have the tools so that they can. Absolutely. That's what Absolutely. this group is about. And I don't care which member you choose. I don't. It doesn't matter to me which member you choose to say, okay, what about this mod or this person? doesn't matter. Everybody who volunteers is dedicated to one purpose. One purpose. Yep. Can't be the Absolutely. Absolutely, sir. Dutch, I appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk to me about it. I appreciate you being here tonight. And uh, I can't wait to have you on the next show. Yeah, that's uh, remind guys too, if, if you wanted to, um, about the, um, I never can say his name, um, hopefully they'll be released. The Parmelis, yes, Parmelis, right? Yeah. That that Parmelis uh, webcast that's going to be on. Yep, for IGONC. For IGONC, gonna... and then after that, we're going to have a multi-part series on understanding your numbers from our view. Absolutely. Absolutely. So make sure you get involved with that. You know, IGO has done a lot exactly. to help. ASOG over the years, and and we really appreciate all they do for us. Um, and they're hosting a ton of training that is solely for the benefit of shops, just like the Mastermind Group. There are a lot of really great organizations out here working every single day tirelessly to make our industry better. And so make sure you support them. Make sure that you participate in the classes they host. If you have ideas for classes, if you have ideas for content or things you'd like to see in ASOG or through IGO, ask, right? I mean, we're all open to it. You know, ask for, for the content. And we're glad to help provide it. Yep. So, well, Dutch, I hope you have a wonderful night. You do the same. 
All right. right. Enjoy yourself. Go kiss the little ones. I'll do it. Now, before we wrap up this episode, I thought I'd share a little bit about my own experiences with a mastermind group. I had just been through my second coaching company. I joined one in 17, I believe, and another one again in 18. I learned a ton from both of the groups. They sort of specialized in different things, but I was appreciative of the information I had learned, but I found myself sort of stuck. I needed somebody to bounce ideas off of. I needed somebody that understood the situation I was in and wasn't feeding me platitudes. Uh, I remember sitting on coaching calls with my coaches that I was paying a lot of money to, and I felt like they weren't even listening to what I was saying, or they were giving me rushed advice. And rather than providing me advice, I sort of just wanted tools to come to a good decision on my own. Let the decision be mine, but don't just tell me, yeah, I should do that, and then end the conversation abruptly, which is sort of where I was stuck at. And so looking for something of that nature uh, I reached out to a few people uh, within the ASOC group and I said, hey, do you mind if I do this? And uh, one of them was Lucas Underwood who wanted to both participate and encouraged me to do it. He got the blessing from Scott who owns the group. And I started the process of creating my own mastermind group. Not for me to lead, but just a, a group of like-minded individuals that would allow us to sit down on a weekly basis and have a conversation about what we were struggling with within our shops. And if I needed advice, I knew who I could turn to. Uh, I knew I could reach out to the group and ask them questions that maybe I didn't want to share with absolutely everybody on Facebook, but these were people that I knew were in similar situations and I could at least bounce ideas off of. So we started the process of finding these individuals and we ended up with a really good group. Now, the, the, a bunch of people dropped off after a bit of time. Uh, one individual joined the mastermind group, was on the very first call, and messaged me immediately and said, man, this isn't for me, and he left. Um, but the rest of the group stuck together for a little while at least, and then life happened. Uh, some people weren't able to attend on the time that we had decided, uh, so they had to leave the group. Other people, uh, we had one individual who really wasn't interested in fixing the business. They just, they sort of wanted a way out of the business. And that's what she ended up doing. She ended up selling the business and got out. But for most of the people in the group, we became really good friends. And over time, some people came in, some people left. The group that we, that came together and stuck together for almost a full year, we all became really, really good friends. And we knew a ton about each other. We knew about each other's situations. So when we met up at conferences or training events, it's like we knew these people already. Like we were old friends without having actually met face to face. I saw individuals in this group have wild success coming to the group, struggling to make ends meet or not even tapping into their potential in any way, shape or form and then absolutely flourishing, which was phenomenal to see. It was inspiring to see these people transform their lives and their businesses just from the exchange of ideas on a regular basis within the mastermind group. For me personally, it forced me to become more disciplined, to become more intentional about my actions, to think about what my actions today meant three months, six months, nine months down the road which was something I didn't do on a regular basis before that, especially not consistently. Now, as the mastermind group progressed, our conversations became much more advanced. Uh, we started having conversations about strategic planning and uh, doing a SWOT analysis on our business and learning better management skills and how to price appropriately. And that definitely encouraged me to seek out new information that I probably wouldn't have tapped into if I had just stayed with the groups that I had been in the past, the coaching groups. Um, at some point, as a business owner, you need to sort of decide which way you want to go. There are a lot of coaching groups that are geared towards guiding shop owners, um, 
with every step of the way, which is great for them. But for me, the reason why I became a shop owner is because I really never wanted anybody to tell me what to do. I wanted to do things my way and only my way, <laughs> good, bad, or indifferent, which turned out to be a double-edged sword because without having anybody sort of make the decisions for you, you're stuck with the consequences of your own decisions. And sometimes that wasn't the best thing. And there was also nobody to hold you accountable. Now, at the end of the day, the mastermind group is only going to hold you accountable to a certain point. But I will say that having that sounding board, having somebody to turn to and just bounce some ideas off of that you trusted, that you knew uh, had the ability to provide you with sound advice, offered me an opportunity to keep from making the mistakes that I had made in previous years. And as a shop owner, but not just as a shop owner, but as a business owner, as a leader, as a manager, I grew exponentially over the two years that I was within that mastermind group. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. It was worth so much more than what I had spent on coaching previously. And not to disparage the coaching I had received in the past. Like I said, I'm in absolutely grateful for the information that I learned while I was with those coaching groups. But I will say that the speed at which I was able to learn the information that I needed to move my business forward came mostly from having that group of like-minded individuals to sort of bounce ideas off of and, and have those conversations, those deep conversations on a weekly basis. Now, we stayed in touch constantly. We still do. We still have regular conversations on Facebook and chat groups, and we still bounce ideas off of, off of each other, and we still have regular conversations. It's not structured. It's not like a normal mastermind group. And that's sort of what ended up ending the formal mastermind group. Because we had sort of lost the structure that we had originally put in place within the mastermind group, we didn't see it fruitful to continue to meet as though it was a formal mastermind group. Now it was just a group of friends talking that we just all happen to be shop owners. And so, again, I, those people in my mastermind group, I can't thank them enough. I've been able to, I've been afforded the time to put these podcasts together, to record, to have those meetings where we discuss options within the podcast, to build the website, asog.site. I've been able to to do all these things that I enjoy doing. I enjoy doing this a, a ton. And the opportunity to do so, having the time to do so, and still seeing my shop do well, all came from the things that I learned within the mastermind group. So that's pretty much my experience. Take it for what it's worth. If you've never joined a mastermind group, I can't encourage you enough to do so. If you've never been part of one, or maybe if you did join one, it wasn't the right fit, go find another one. A mastermind group is a lot like a business networking group, like a BNI or something like that. You, sometimes you just have to find a group that fits you and that will challenge you and that will push you. And really, most importantly, it has to be a group of individuals that you respect. That's probably the most important thing. And that's the one piece of advice I, I think I, I need to give to absolutely everybody looking to get into a mastermind group. Make sure you respect everybody in that group. Because if you respect everybody in the group, you're more likely to heed their advice. You're more likely to listen to what they have to say and act on what it is they're, they're telling you to do. If you don't respect the people in the group, you're more likely to ignore their advice, ignore the, the information that you're learning within the group, and sort of just do what you want to do. And, and so, again, if you find yourself not respecting the people in the group, go find a different group. But the whole, the whole structure behind the mastermind group is unbelievably beneficial. And I'll end it with that piece of advice. But I do encourage you to reach out to a mastermind group or try to start your own. It can make a world of difference in your life. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the ASOG podcast. If you're a member of ASOG on Facebook, look out for some information that will be coming out about a new ASOG mastermind group. If you're not a member of ASOG on Facebook and you're a shop owner, 
go to asog.site, that's A-S-O-G dot S-I-T-E, and click on the Join the Facebook Community button. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. It helps spread the word. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel and hitting that like button. Lucas loves the hidden picture books by Highlights Magazine. Knowing this, the like button sent Lucas a whole stack of them to enjoy. But when he opened them up, all of the hidden items have been crudely circled with the red Sharpie. Get some justice for poor Lucas by hitting that like button. Don't think about it, just hit it. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, or if you have any topic suggestions, please reach out to me via email. My email address is david at asog.site. That's D-A-V-I-D at A-S-O-G dot S-I-T-E. Until next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the ASOG podcast. Before I let you go, I need to ask you a question. Are you using the best innovative shop management system in the country? If you doubt that you are, why are you making your life harder? Shopware stays one step ahead of everyone else by bringing a clean, easy-to-use program unlike anything else on the market. Go to GetShopware.com and see what I mean today. That's GetShopware.com. Check it out. Thank you for listening to the Changing the Industry podcast. If you enjoyed the show, do us a favor and leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. And don't forget to set it to automatically download the latest episode. Our efforts with this podcast, the YouTube channel, and the Facebook group wouldn't be possible without the support of our awesome sponsors. So please take a moment, check them out by clicking on the links in the show notes.